Welcome everyone back to Reputation Matters. Um, I'm your host, Chelsea Craig, founder of Rhino Reviews, and I am super excited today to have the opportunity to talk with a partner, someone that I know close and dear, and just a, a true awesome mentor for myself and my business, Raj Kapoor of And Marketing. Raj, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Chelsea. Hope you're having a good day. It's another day in quarantine, so <laughs> it is what it is. Raj, I know we have a lot of great things to talk about today, you know, stories and experiences that you've had. But before we dive into this, I was wondering if you could just take a minute and, you know, talk to us about and marketing your team, what makes you unique and everything about you. Yeah, great. So I'm a late in life entrepreneur. So before I started the business about four years ago, I have about 20 years of experience doing a mix of sales, marketing and strategy for really big companies or as a consultant to really big companies. And about four years ago, I decided to make a career shift and go out on my own. And part of that decision was driven because of the humongous surge in digital marketing. So in my past, I'd done a lot of strategy and done a lot of that type of stuff for bigger companies. And what I realized was I was never really learning how digital marketing actually worked. I also wanted to change personally because I have three small kids at home. I was in one of those corporate jobs where you traveled a ton and things like that. So I wanted to be a little bit closer to home. And so I started meeting small business owners and really learning about their needs and understanding what their gaps were. And I realized there was a humongous gap in the ability for small businesses to access and be successful in digital marketing. So long story short, that's where this whole idea of and marketing was born. We did that for a few months. We realized that we wanted to position ourselves as an outsourced marketing department because a lot of what you would call a typical marketing agency, Chelsea, really needs a marketing department to latch onto. And what I was finding is the people that had the biggest need didn't have a marketing department at all. So they were well-established business or they were just starting out and they just didn't want to hire that function. And so that's where they turned to us as that full function. So we do a mix of strategy, data and analytics, and then execution as sort of a single service for our clients. So we've been doing that for about four years. Pretty happy to say that our team is about 15 people and we take up all of the seats in a typical marketing department. And we try to bring that, again, that best of big company marketing to small and medium-sized business. And we like to say we do it without the baggage. That's a little bit about us. And the term outsource marketing always really sticks out to me with when you're talking about your team. I mean, it's so true. There's so many hats that in the corporate world, people end up having to wear. So to have your team be able to come in and offer that that full support and service for those departments from an outsource perspective is, is huge. Yeah, a lot of people do it. You know, you, you think about finance being outsourced, you think about legal being outsourced. That's really what we latched onto is we want somebody who's, we want our clients to feel like we're part of the team and that they can outsource the whole function. So that's where I took the inspiration from. And I think that positioning has been pretty successful. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And the growth that you've had in the four short years definitely shows that. So kind of getting right into it. Obviously today with Reputation Matters, we're, we're here to talk all things reviews, good, bad, as well as reputations. I know in the, the large book of clients that you had, you've definitely had some experiences there. Could you reflect or tell us about an experience where you either you know helped a client or your, yourself or your brand were personally affected by poor reviews or reputations? Yeah, so I think reputation, online reputation management couldn't be any more important. So what, what I think tends to happen more often is either you will get a really bad review or you just won't manage your reviews at all. And I think either of those are bad. So for example, if your business, so we had a, we have a client who got a really bad scathing review across Google My Business and across Yelp and didn't respond to it. And the brand damage that that caused to this brand just by not watching that could have been huge. It's very hard to measure, right? Because you don't know how many people went to that Yelp site or went to Google My Business, saw the bad review and then decided not to pick up the phone. So it's really hard to measure the impact of that. So I think the uh, advantage of working with somebody like yourself is that 
both of those situations are avoided. So if there is a bad review, we have a process in place to respond to it, acknowledge it, hopefully make whatever was wrong, get corrected to have that person remove the review, or on the other end, not be passive about it and actually proactively go out and get reviews. So I think it couldn't be more important in today's marketplace. In in particular, I think it has a driving force as part of local SEO. So whenever I have a client that specifically their local online reputation is really important, I always try to really emphasize that. And we can see a direct correlation between the number and the frequency of reviews that they get specifically in Google My Business and their results for conversions or whatever their key metric is. One of the unique strategies that I know that that you've taken sometimes when we talk reputation management and reviews in particular is kind of leveraging it as a quick win at the beginning. Could you elaborate a little bit more about what that kind of strategy looks like in regards to kind of managing client expectations as, as well as just driving results? Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the results business. So one of the things we pride ourselves on is that we try to say we're not done at the scope. Meaning if we make an agreement with a client, we're not done when we complete tasks A, B, and C. What we always try to find is what is their key metric that we want to move? And that's quite often closed deals, revenue, all of these really important metric conversions, whatever those are. And we make it our responsibility to drive those. And the challenge with that is that when, you, when you're in a new relationship with a client, so let's pretend we have to build a new website, right? That may take 10 weeks, 12 weeks, or even longer, depending on how difficult that website is. If we have to do a large messaging project, if we have to do a, any, any other upfront work that takes a number of weeks, that client's not going to see any results in the marketplace for a while. So what I like to do, again, especially with companies that have a really important local SEO presence, I like to start with online reputation management, because if they have not been watching their business uh, or their listings in the past, that is something that can easily and quickly be impacted, right? So again, bringing somebody like yourself in, you can see 10, 20 reviews, depending on the size of the business over the course of the first couple of weeks, the client sees that as something that they can already hold on to. And then they almost immediately see the business result as an outcome of that. So I really like to do that in those particular scenarios. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a win-win across the board. Everyone, everyone likes to see results and there's nothing like ego boost of some five stars coming in to, to give a little breathing room there. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things you mentioned that I wanted to double back on is you talked about a client that received kind of that scathing review a lot of the times when I'm talking with agencies, sometimes they have questions on, you know, how do you approach that conversation with the client where they might have an opinion on how to handle something, but they've brought you in as the expert on that. And your advice is different than what their kind of gut reaction is to go with. So for example, that that individual wasn't monitoring and didn't respond. How do you kind of handle those conversations with a client? Because it's a sensitive subject. Yeah, absolutely. I think the toughest part is the inherent emotion right? Because with small business owners, their own personal reputation is so tied up in what those reviews say that it's almost like a review of themselves. And of course, we've read reviews, lots of reviews that are very personal, right? Like Joe Smith is the person I dealt with and they weren't he or she was not very professional. That is a very personal act. So I think the most important thing is to untangle the emotional impact of that review to the business owner right? I like to be very, you know me very well, uh, Chelsea, right? I'm incredibly transparent. And so what I like to always communicate up front is that this has nothing to do with the reality of what actually happened. And it has nothing to do with what they think or what they feel. What the reality of the situation is, is that that bad review has business implications for the business owner. So as a business owner, they should make some pretty immediate steps that are very clearly laid out in order to prevent the harm to their business. Literally, it doesn't matter if that's true or not. What's true is that it's written there, other people can see it, and that 
reviewer's words are the truth for whoever's reading it. So that their you know perception is reality, and so. I think it's so important for, for to, to reiterate that to the decision maker at the business, because quite often people are so caught up in, oh, that person wasn't sane or they were totally wrong and we don't do that or whatever that is. It doesn't even matter. Right. At the end of the day, you just have to deal with it from a business problem situation like you like you would anything else. Yes. Perception is reality. I, I couldn't agree more, especially when it comes to online and everything you said is true. I mean, as business owners, this this business is their baby. So it can be, you know, very challenging to hear someone online saying things about you, whether it's online or in person. But I love that that, you know, focus on not necessarily the truth of that story, but the truth on what that's going to do to your business and make an action there. Raj, you clearly, I mean, even just in that answer, had so many great, you know, little tidbits and pieces of advice. Do you have any kind of like a quick tip or a takeaway that you would recommend for a business to be able to implement? If they could do one thing today or one action today, what would you recommend? I think the best thing you have to do is make it part of your routine. So if you treat online reputation management as like a different thing, then it's going to be cumbersome and you have to check it and it's a different thing. So whatever you have to do is make it part of your comprehensive strategy and make it part of your routine. Like for example, every single week, I'm going to take my previous week's customers and I'm going to send them an email and I'm going to ask for a review, right? If you make it a very routine thing, then you're, you're going to be very successful with it. You know, the, the step back, I always like to step back to strategy. The reason that this is important is that reputation management is a fundamental core concept of human nature, right? It's translated itself into the online world, but people want confidence that the products and services that they're going to buy are legitimate. They don't want to get scammed. They want to make sure your product or service does what it's promised and they can trust it. So it's like every business owner should want to give that level of trust to future prospects and customers. So it's like, how do you make that process a part of your business? So the quickest tip is make it part of your business, right? Hire a service like yours, work with a company like mine, where what we do every single day is make it a routine. So you're not creating more work for yourself internally for something that's relatively simple to do. I love that. I mean, it's all, it all comes down to time and where, where can you dedicate it, but reviews, there, there are numbers and it's a consistency game, as you mentioned. So doing a little bit each week, putting that strategy in there where it's just, it's a process. It's no different than you turn the lights on in the morning. It's going to ensure that it gets done. So full of knowledge, so many tips and, and takeaways. One great thing about Ann Marketing is, is you recently launched a program that I myself as, a, as an entrepreneur and a business owner went through. And I mean, the amount of value that myself and my business gained from those weeks with your team having the opportunity to directly learn from these subject matter experts through Ant Marketing You, I can't even begin to tell you the value that it provided. I'd love to, you know, have you, if you would take a couple minutes and just explain that program, where people can find it, what they can learn more about with that. Yeah, absolutely. So this is part of our pandemic pivot and we're really happy at how successful it's been. So certainly thank you for being part of the pilot and your plug for it. The thing we found is that with either micro businesses, so literally one to three person businesses, you might call them solo entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, or people in their in more established companies that are the only marketer. We call them one person marketing departments. These two groups of people have a very common problem. They are completely overwhelmed with all of the marketing tasks that they have to take on. And so what we found is if we take them on as typical clients, the budget just doesn't work for the business, right? So for us to take them on as clients, do all of their work and things like that, yeah, we're happy to do that. But most of the time, budget gets in the way. However, what we found is these types of people are very hungry for education and they want to learn how to do marketing the right way right? The challenge that digital marketing has today is that it's full of jargon. It's really confusing. It's always changing. There's a new social media platform out there. There's all these things happening 
all the time. And it's really hard to keep up with, especially if you're not a marketing expert, right? So what we do is we have a marketing department in our business. So what we decided to do was flip the model on its side and create an education model, hence the name and marketing you. So what we do is we take one major topic per month, we deliver it in an online group coaching webinar format. And then we create a community of a bunch of these people. We have over a hundred people in the program right now. And we create a community where people can ask questions, leave feedback, you know, develop ideas as a community. And then we get on our weekly calls and we actually talk about them. So we'll have a new topic. We'll cover it. We'll get all the questions answered and things like that. So we love the way that the process works and, you know, it's open to any, uh, certainly anybody listening to this is welcome to do it. So the, the URL for that is and a N D hyphen marketing.com forward slash you, you can just look up and marketing you. And then for any of your listeners, Chelsea, it's, it's your company name, Rhino reviews, no dots or dashes or spaces, Rhino reviews, uh, can get 10% off of Van Marketing U if they want to sign up for it. So it's a really great program and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Of course. I mean, again, I, I, I myself am an alumni. If anyone has any questions, fire away. But for me, I mean, obviously learning from your team, there's no second to that. But as Raj really harped on is the community aspect, those those Friday hours, getting to talk and learn from other businesses as well. And just the ideas that came from, from learning from other industries and taking away. I just, I can't say enough great words about the whole program. So definitely make sure to check that out. We'll also include all of those links for you within the show notes. So um Feel free to, to click through and we'll have that all there for you. With that, Raj, again, I, I really can't thank you enough for your time today. You sharing both your, your experiences as well as your advice for all of our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Appreciate your time. Of course. And, and thank you guys all for listening. Again, all of those links for you to reference will be in those show notes for this week. Be sure to check back in next week for our next episode of Reputation Matters. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. Before we go, I want to thank the sponsor of our show, Rhino Reviews. Rhino Reviews can help your business with all your review generation and reputation management needs. If your business could stand to benefit from a strong online presence, and let's be honest, who can't? Visit us on the web, rhino-reviews.com to learn more about what we can do to help. Until next time, don't forget, 9 out of 10 buyers Google a business and decide to buy because their reputation matters. Thank you.